Thank you so much for being here. My name is Thomas Lane, and this is our podcast. Every Monday, we release the latest message from our church, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss it. We hope this word encourages and inspires you. Here's today's message. The title of the sermon today, this little mini sermon, it's called Nothing Like It. Tell your neighbor, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Now, if you're taking notes, that's where we start. Nothing like it. But I just want to ask you before we start, are you ready? It's even weird to say this. Are you ready for 2022? Are you ready? I wasn't even ready to say that. It feels like the future. Like it doesn't sound like this is actually a thing that is actually happening. But let me ask you, seriously, in all seriousness, like process that with me. Are you ready for 2022? If we can be honest, I don't know if we've still processed 2020. Like, I think a lot of us are still there mentally trying to like figure that out and process it. Some of you, when you still write or type 2021, it doesn't feel right. Um, we're going to be all jacked up right on because 2022 is right here. I just want you to know it's okay if you're not ready. If you don't feel like you're ready to jump in, if you feel like it came too fast. Today, we're going to look at the text real quick, real fast. We're going to go to 1 Samuel. We're going to go to chapter 21. We're going to look at this little random story about David. Now, maybe you've heard of King David. This is him, but this is before he's become king. God has promised him some things. God has been doing some things in his life, but he's actually not king yet. And we're going to look at just a few little tiny verses here as we head into this new year together. You see, David is entering a new season. And just like you, he was completely and radically unprepared for that new season. So, hey, if that's you, if you're like, you know what, that actually describes my life to a T with my kids, with my finances, with my faith, with work, whatever, with my brain space, you're in good hands. You're not alone. David's entering a new season unprepared. We're going to go to 1 Samuel chapter 21, verses 8 through 10. And maybe you've never even heard this story or you read it, but you just ran right over it. You might never even heard of it. That's okay. We're going to go slow together. Follow along with me. David asked Ahimelech. It's a mouthful, but that's one of the priests. He's the priest. So David asked the priest, do you have a spear or sword? The king's business was so urgent that I didn't even have time to grab a weapon. Long story short, David's in a rush and he left for his business. He left for this little trip that he's on, right? Without the things he needed. And he's like, honestly, I'll take anything. I'll take a spear. I'll take a sword. Like, do you have anything? What have you got? David's entering a season and he finds himself lacking. He finds himself drained. He finds himself worn out. Now, it's always, we always talk about this. It's super important to look at the context. The context of this is David is in a season where the current king, Saul, is chasing him and coming for his life. Okay, so maybe you're entering this new year a little overwhelmed or feeling behind or feeling stressed out. At least a king, the king of Israel, is not coming for your life. All right, Saul has tried to kill him multiple times, thrown spears at him, has an army out to get him. David essentially is in a rush. He runs out. He's said goodbye to friends. He's running for his life, going from town to town, just trying to survive. And by the way, he doesn't have a weapon. So he's coming here and he's saying, hey, do you have anything? Something that I think it's probably hard for David to face is the idea that God had called him to some things, but they haven't happened yet. Like God has essentially told David, dude, you're going to be the king. You're going to do this and that. All these great things, but none of that's happened yet. I can't imagine being at a place where God had promised me something, right? And not only has it not happened, but the current king's out to kill me. 
maybe God's promised you, maybe he hasn't promised it to you, but like maybe in a sense you were hoping this year things would be different. Things would change. You'd head to a new season. Maybe you'd get connected to church in a new way. Your finances would finally get straightened out or you'd grow in this area. Maybe maybe you, you were hoping God was going to do something in your life. And not only has it not happened, but you feel like you're headed backwards. You feel like you're farther than ever from your goal or from what God's calling you to do. Let me just ask you point blank. Maybe you're alone. Maybe you're with your family. I don't care. Let me ask you, what is God calling you and your family to in 2022? Once again, it feels weird to even say that. What's he calling you to do? Maybe you declared a word for the year. Maybe you haven't done that, but you want to. Yo, it's still time to do it. Just throw it right there in the comments. What's your word? It could be grow. You want to grow in your faith. It could be in trust or lay down. You're ready to lay some things down at God's feet. It could be fight. You're ready to join the fight and fight back. What is that thing? What's that thing that God's calling you to do? It could be a personal word. It could be a family's word. I just want to shout out everyone who participated, who came and laid a word down. Everyone who participated in the year-end offering, who took that step. And don't forget to put your word in the comments. Look at verse 9. The priest says this. He says, I only have the sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, the priest replied. So just a little background. Four chapters earlier in 1 Samuel 17, David slays Goliath. Now, maybe you've never been to church. You don't know the Bible. That's fine. You've probably heard of that story. You've heard of, oh, it's a David and Goliath story. That's what this is referring to. It's probably the biggest, one of the biggest moments in the Old Testament. Definitely one of the biggest moments in David's life. He's, he's this little shepherd boy facing this giant arm to the teeth warrior, Goliath, and he slays him. And that's just four chapters before. David kills him without a sword or spear in his hand. And then what he does, what he does, he uses Goliath's sword to cut off Goliath's own head. Pretty graphic, but pretty rad. That's what he does. And then after that, David, it's kind of gross. He takes the head away, takes the sword away, kind of goes on about his business. So he doesn't have the sword. He doesn't keep it. He doesn't hold on to it. It's been in this place with this priest until this season. Now, it was just four chapters ago, but it's almost as if he forgot about it. It's almost, I'm not saying he did, but it's almost as if it's, he's got so much going on and there's so much crazy. Maybe he didn't know where the sword was, but it's so funny to me that we forget so fast. The priest is kind of laying it out. Like, do, do, I don't know if you hear him. He's like, I only have the sword of Goliath. You know that giant dude, the, the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, like, He's kind of like, remember that? It doesn't sound like David came to this place saying, hey, give me that sword. I know it's here. It sounds like it's not on his brain because he's asking, do you have a sword or a spear? What I want to challenge you with is the idea that, guys, we forget so fast. We forget so fast what God has done in our life. Just like David, um, it, it's, it's unbelievable because I believe God has gotten you through some crazy stuff this year. And I'm fine going back to 2020. I bet you God, that God has got you through some incredible, crazy stuff, some giants, if you will, either in this year or the year before. But how fast do we forget? Because maybe we're in a panic. We're like David. We're running from one thing to another. We feel unprepared. We're not stopping. We're not thanking him. We're not reflecting him. How was God faithful to you in 2021? How is he faithful to you? What is a, I don't want to say what's a giant he slayed. That sounds so cliche, but if that's how it helps you, think about it like that. What is the way God was faithful to you in 2021? That maybe you forgot about. 
Maybe you forgot he got you through that relationship. Maybe you forgot that he got you debt-free. Maybe you forgot that you, you, you guys bought a house. You know, there's so much going on. We rarely stop and reflect. I just want to say I'm so proud of our church. It's been so cool to watch God work through you. I'm so proud of our, our, our leaders and the A-team and our staff. It's been so cool these last year. I'll go back two years to see you go from set up and tearing down in a school to, to being online, to being at a hotel, to finding a building, to renovating a building, flipping a building, to moving into a building. It's been so cool to see your selflessness, your grit, your tenacity, and to watch God work through you because he is. He's done so much, and that's just in our church. What has he done in your life beyond that? Back to the text. It says this, it says this. The, the, the priest continues. He says, it is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. Take that if you want it, for there is nothing else here. Say it with me. Even if you're alone, it sounds weird. Say nothing else. There's nothing else here. Y'all, sometimes I think God's faithfulness is all you need. God's faithfulness is all you need. Now this gets me hyped because I don't want you to miss what's going on here. Something from his past is going to help him find victory in this new season. A way God was faithful in his past, four chapters before, is going to help David move forward and find victory in this new season. Now notice, he didn't use the sword right away. That would make sense. He killed the Lave, he, he, he killed Goliath, David took his sword, he's got it, it's mine, that's not how it worked. It came to him when it was time. It came to him when it was time. There is something in your life God has not given to you yet or not trusted you with it yet because it wasn't time. But I want you to be able to rest in his sovereignty. You may be the same place David is saying, I need a weapon, I'm lacking. And when it's time, it's going to present to you. And I'm not, I don't know if David forgot about it or not. It sure seems like he did. But when it was time, that sword, that picture of God's faithfulness was placed into his hands. Now, on one level, you can read this like this, that it sounds super corny, but I'm, I'm just going to say it. There's one level in which it's like, hey, I don't even like saying this because I don't want you to get the wrong idea of what scripture is. But there's one way you can be like, I defeated a Goliath last year. I'm going to defeat one next year. I don't think that's the best way to read it. Here's why. Because that's kind of reading that the Bible's about me, Right. It's easy to read that and be like, hey, I slayed a giant last year. I'm going to slay one this year. I get that, but I don't think that's exactly what we should do. Yes, God's faithful. Yes, there's a deeper level. I want you to look at it like this. Rather than be like, hey, I defeated a giant last year. I'm going to defeat one this year. Rather, I'd rather you look at it like this. How about this? God was faithful with Goliath. He's going to be faithful with whatever comes next. Meaning, the way you can apply this, the way I'm hoping you do is, hey, God was faithful in 2021. He's going to be faithful to me in 2022. God was with me in 2021. He's going to be with me in 2022. God was there. He was active. He was working. Even when I didn't see it in 2021. And he's going to do the exact same thing in this new season I find myself in. That's my hope. That's my prayer for you. Because I think David had this moment where he was probably thinking, doesn't say this, but he, I, I bet he couldn't help but think, man, God was faithful when I faced one man. Of course, he's going to be faithful when I'm in exile. Of course, he's going to be faithful when I'm facing a king. Of course, he's going to be faithful when I'm facing an army. God was faithful in little. He's going to be faithful in much. I think it's what David was learning in this. And I pray that it's what we can learn as well. Hmm.
I love David's response. You can tell he gets kind of hype. He gets kind of excited. David says this, remember? And from all we know, he hasn't seen the sword since he uses it to cut off David, uh, sorry, since he's used it to cut off Goliath's head. That's all we know. He hasn't seen it since. David says this. He says, there's nothing like it. David replied, give it to me. I've held it before. I've wielded it. It's a good sword. And I have a feeling he grew into it a little bit. He's grown. He's matured. He's learned. He says, give it to me. I want you to know, just like David, you are carrying around with you a reminder of God's faithfulness. All the time. It's with you. And what I love about this is like God could have used a picture of like a memento or like a token or like a bracelet or like a chain. God didn't use that. The picture of what he was used to teach David and to teach me and you that he was faithful was a sword. You know why? Because it's a weapon. God's faithfulness is a weapon. It's going to carry you into this new season. And our prayer heading into 2022 is exactly what David said. Here's our prayer. And I'm talking about God's faithfulness here. It's this, there's nothing like it. Give it to me. There's nothing like it. Give it to me. There's nothing like his presence. Give it to me. There's nothing like when he's close. Give it to me. There's nothing like trusting him. Give it to me. And I want you to think back to all those times that he's provided for your church or he's provided for your family or he made a way where there seemed to be no way or he he shut one door but opened another or he gave you a big fat no, but it was for your own good. You just didn't notice it at the time. All those things, I want you to say, God, there's nothing like it. You've been good and faithful to me again and again and again. That's what I need. Give it to me. That's sort of the main thing I need heading into this new year. It's your faithfulness. Now, I just want to remind you. I just want to remind you, God's walked you through this before. Whatever you're facing, you're not alone. And God actually talks a lot about this, not just with David, but in Scripture. Jesus says, I love when he talks about it. You've heard this. When Jesus says, look at the birds of the air. When he says, look at the flowers, he says, look at the lilies of the field, saying we are surrounded by God's provision and protection and his faithfulness, not only in the big picture, but in the little details. Friends, the main thing we need moving into this new season. You may be like, it would be nice to have a new job. It would be nice to have that house. It would be nice. That, that's all fine. The main thing you need, the main thing I need is a reminder of God's faithfulness. Friends, Jesus Christ on the cross is the ultimate picture of God's faithfulness. Because as Jesus was heading to the cross to take my sin, to take your sin, to, to bury it, to bear another cross and to forever just deal with it, when he was heading there, he asked God three times in the garden. He says, is there any other way? He still moved forward. He knew he was going to lose the love of his father. Jesus knew he was going to be cast out into the outer darkness in order to bring you into the light. And he still moved forward. Jesus said, I could call on a legion of angels to come rescue me from this. But still he moved forward. Still he said yes. Still he persisted. My friends, if Jesus did not abandon you then, what makes you think he's going to abandon you now? Friends, if, if God didn't abandon David then, what would make David think God's going to abandon him now? Friends, if God did not abandon you in 2021, what makes you think anything could come at you which would make him turn his back on you now. I don't know what your prayer's been. I don't know what your prayer's been. You may have said, God, I have to have that job or I have to have that raise or I have to have this person in my life. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I want to shift our hearts and say, God, you know what the only thing I need is? I need your presence. 
God, I need your faithfulness. Friends, he's been so good and so close and so faithful faithful to us in the past. Nothing's going to change as we head into a new year. Would you pray with me? Father God, you've been so faithful to us. God, calm our hearts. Help us take a breath. Show us that you were faithful to David with Goliath. You're going to be faithful to him in exile. You're going to be faithful to him running from King Saul. You're going to be faithful with him. And you're going to give him a hands-on, a tangible reminder of your faithfulness by giving him that sword to use. Saying, David, I protected you from Goliath. I'm going to protect you from Saul. Father God, each and every one of us, we need, we get, we have doubts, we get fearful, we forget, we turn around. God, give, you've given us a tangible, hands-on picture of your faithfulness in the cross of Jesus Christ. Jesus was willing to risk everything for us, and he didn't. Father, remind us <laughs> that there is nothing in 2021 that will cause you to abandon us. And there's nothing coming in 2022 that will cause you to abandon us. God, help us trust in your love. Help us rejoice in your love. Help us move forward in your love. We love you. We trust you. Guide us and lead us. All for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening. To hear more, make sure to subscribe and check out the channel for past content. And if you like what you're hearing, please rate it. And please also consider sharing it with a friend. You can text it to a friend or post it on social and tag at Ascent Church VA. For more content from Ascent and to connect with Ascent Church, please visit ascentchurch.net. Your best days are ahead of you. The future is bright. See you next time.